What do you know about Roswell, New Mexico? Yeah, before you had Bailey's in your uh, terrible Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, it did make that shitty coffee taste better. And Bailey's is the cure-all for bad coffee. I would like, I would like to drink it from a shoe. I would like you to put some into the, your coffee right now. Um, this is an experimental episode five with. They've all been experimental so far. Yeah, but this one has not one, but two microphones, because we're getting fancy. Yeah. Just, you know, teaching myself to edit. Why not, you know, throw a wrench in that? You know, why not yeah. up the ante? Right, right when we were getting getting comfortable. comfortable. <laughs> I think that's an important thing in life. Never get too comfortable. Yeah, get I say that as I say that as the guy who's not having to learn <laughs> this stuff. I say that as the guy who just every other Wednesday. I'm trying. Do it. I'm trying really hard not to tug on this though, because like this is just one step closer to my dream of being Larry King. You're talking about your penis, right? Was talking about the mic. Oh, okay. Thing. Yeah, I see that too. Like when I wa- when I watch podcasts, which is weird to me that that's and I prefer to watch podcasts, mm-hmm. not listen. Like I'll if I'm home, I'll watch Joe Rogan or I'll watch yeah. uh, you know well, some like, of these well, other some ones. Some of the best parts of the Marin TV shows when they're in the garage yeah. and he's just sitting there tugging on that mic. Yeah, which is I don't know weird to me, but I guess it's not that weird because like you said, Larry King has been. Yeah, all his interviews popular shit for years. He's basically been doing that. Yeah, where they're just sitting across from each other. But I see that all the time in those where they're grabbing this arm and like, you know, moving it around. I don't know if it's like a tick thing or also a critique. And I just did it again. I need to stop saying like so much. Oh yeah, I cut it out a lot. I cut out a lot of these. You cut out a lot of them. A lot of ums and a lot of likes. Oh, there's still so many. I cut out my. What I do is I'll be like, and then five seconds later. Uh, I'll be I'll like, be like right, before. right before, so like, I used to stutter when I was a kid, so I think it's, uh, I just cut out some of that. I used to, it wasn't a stutter, but it was, um, we, uh, my awes were all messed up. I talk like that. Like, with, like I want to be on, I want to be a reality TV star. I couldn't say Earth for the longest time. I would say Earth. Earth? Yeah, I would, all my THs would come out as that. What else has TH? The? you say fuh? No, I think it was just, <laughs> I think it was like, like, instead of saying <laughs> with, I'd say with. Ah, with. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know if that had anything to do with growing up in, like, bilingual household. Yeah, that's true. You, I mean, even if you weren't speaking great English or Spanish, you still were speaking two times the amount of languages I was. Um, another, like, I didn't know how to say volume in English until, like, second or third grade. Because every other time when I would have encountered the word volume was in Spanish, so I knew volume, but I didn't know volume. Hmm. How'd you do with spaghetti? Spaghetti? Yeah, like I couldn't say spaghetti or pancakes for a while. I could always say spaghetti. Really? The one, uh, I think the second episode when I listened to it, real pronounced beer crack in that one. The one I edited last, last night, night, there's a couple real pronounced ones I like. <laughs> yeah, I, had a, I had quite a, I think I probably had four or five I'm, in that I'm one. I'm not editing those out, but I like those. Yeah, don't, yeah, I like that too. 
Ever, that way, I, I have you'll know we deniability when people are like, what are you talking about? I'd be like, did you not hear the the five to seven? <laughs> you'll, you, you'll know that we recorded at my place, not yours, when you hear the bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a bubbling episode yet. No, because I want to be coherent a little. Yeah. That's probably for the best. So, last week, we covered... Quote unquote, we covered, we talked about aliens, we talked about the ancient alien theories, and this week we're going to follow that vein into more modern day, think uh, post-World War II UFO type alien encounters. Well, we got a little bit before that too, but uh, okay. if we were better at this, we would have written like some sort of script where it's like, alright, we talk about this, and then at the end it leads into this and this. Like a timeline? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe create some sort of fiction around this, like because we referenced a lot of fiction last time. Yeah, that was um, not necessarily. We didn't really come to any conclusions. I don't think last time. I think, I think the best conclusion we came to last time, and I say last time, I mean the time before that. I think the like the, Mandela. No, the um, simulation. Oh, okay. Was the first Three, one where yeah. we didn't just straight up say nope. Yeah, because, yeah, I, I just listened to, like, the first 20 minutes of that, and I remembered saying how, um, how like, the the smart people that I usually look to for, what do they think? They were like, yeah, that's a possibility. And so then I was like, well, I'm, I'm screwed then, because I was hoping they would be like, that's ridiculous. So, and this is similar, I would say, like, UFO stuff. This might be one of the more things that, or one of the topics that I actually do believe more in than anything else. Because the term unidentified flying object is very broad. So it doesn't even have to mean alien spacecraft. Not at all. Which is, makes it a much more legit topic for me. I don't want to say it's less exciting when you see a UFO and you just assume it's not an alien craft. Because like... I think it gets sketchy, sketchy, like, not sketchy, sketchy in the non-believable way. I think it gets, like, why is there an unidentified plane object? Like, like planes, like, there's private planes, but it's not, like, a car or a motorcycle where anybody can get one. So, like, if you see an unidentified flying object, your first, first thought is either aliens or we're being invaded. Oh, I see what you're saying. And not, like, that's just some guy's jet... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. that just nobody's flying a little bit lower, a little different. Yeah, nobody's or, got recreational jets. Well, and that's the other thing too that I always think about. Now, I I mostly looked into like Roswell and like Area Fifty One type stuff uh, this week, and now that they release the fact that yeah, like Area Fifty One's a real thing, but it's an Air Force base. It's always been known to be a real thing. Though. Well, not officially. Okay. I think now officially released by the CIA a couple years ago. I want to say I didn't fact check that, but. They actually acknowledge the fact that, yes, there is a military base out in Nevada or whatever. But when they rash, when they when their explanation is it's an experimental, it's where we, it's top secret because we're experimenting with new aircraft. That makes complete sense to me. I don't need to toss in that there's aliens in there or they have remnants of a crash. For national security reasons, it makes perfect sense that you would have a top secret base where you're flying different prototypes and by that fact people would see them and go holy shit that's alien spacecraft because it's literally the first time you've ever seen that thing 
that one for me is kind of bunked as far as like um, like Roswell and all that. When you read the, the history of Roswell, when it actually happened, per when it got it picked up steam, it took like thirty some years before it turned into this whole UFO thing. Okay. And then the I think the official explanation or one of the explanations was what had crashed there was a weather balloon, but it was more than that. It was um, it had a like a maybe seismic or some sort of meter or like recording device on there because they were trying to pick up whether or not Russia was setting off nuclear weapons. So this balloon was way up in the atmosphere measuring radiation or whatever whatever it was and that it fell in Roswell and obviously the Air Force would come and clean up their thing and it would be secretive because they wouldn't want to panic people saying like, oh yeah, we're trying to keep an eye on the crazy Russians because this was... You know, just going into the Cold War era. So they were like, oh, the Russians have fucking hydro or uh, hydrogen bombs and shit, too. You know, like it would cause a panic, maybe. So Roswell was post-World War II? Roswell was in 1947, mid-1947. This is the official explanation, I guess, what I'm looking at. 1947, United States Air Force balloon crashed at a ranch near Roswell, New Mexico. Following wide initial interest... In the crashed flying disc, quote unquote, the U.S. military stated that it was merely a conventional weather balloon. And then it says interest waned until the late 1970s when UFO, how do you say that? UFologists? Sure. Began promoting a variety of increasingly elaborate conspiracy theories, which who knows why those sprung up. I don't really understand. Oh, it was that Friedman guy. Do you know about Friedman? He's he's a legit like uh, astrophysicist, nu- nuclear physicist. Stanton Friedman wrote a book on this and like turned this whole thing into the UFO thing. And that's another thing. How I know I've talked about the psychology of some of this stuff. That's a legitimately smart man, and he one hundred percent believes in UFOs and aliens and that they're like here right now. So you'd, so you'd say, say that, that was, was like, like that's, that's like the, the beginning, beginning of the modern, modern UFO, UFO era. era? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. His book, he wrote a book in seventy-eight called the or nineteen eighty, I guess, called the Roswell Incident. Or no, that was by a different guy. But did, uh, did Stanton Friedman started the whole thing? Did we talk about the the Aurora, Texas uh, UFO? Aurora, Texas. Yeah, the Aurora. No. T- all right. So this is actually eighteen ninety-seven. A cigar-shaped, uh, a cigar-shaped ship crashed, and allegedly there was a burned-up alien body that got buried. I guess it's in an unmarked grave, and now nobody can prove what's in the grave because of, uh, like, it wasn't like preserved or anything. Uh, one of those. It's also one of those things that's thought to be a hoax, but it's considered one of like the first like UFO sightings in America, except for that uh, that John Winthrop thing we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. That was 1639. That's way back in the day. Yeah, I just looked up this Aurora one. That's interesting. Cigar-shaped. Were there Zeppelins at the time? I don't believe there were Zeppelins yet. In eight? Yeah, because I don't really think... Well, World War I... That was one. before planes. I mean, that... World yeah. War One there were Zeppelins, right? Mm-hmm. World War One's 1910? 1912, I think, so that's when World War I started. That's 13, 15 years out. No, there were balloons, but I don't know about zeppelins. So f- cigar shaped. Cigar shaped. Makes me think like a 
Yeah, a cigar, yeah, cigar, a cigar, a cigar shaped, shaped airship. airship. Jesus Christ, say that ten times. Cigar shaped airship. Only needed one time. Nailed it. Won't say it again. Okay, so I just looked up that Aurora, Texas one on Wikipedia because that's where most of our reputable information comes from. The hoax theory on that is first the local cotton crop had been destroyed by bow weevils. Damn them. Fire in the town claimed several buildings and lives. A fever epidemic and a railroad they had planned to build never made it there. Yeah, the, so their theory is that they like made this up to try and put themselves on the map. Yeah, I think yeah, the economy of the town just went to shit, shit and then there was this conspiracy, conspiracy of the uh, cigar-shaped airship, and they were hoping it would generate an economy, which is like the predecessor to Roswell, right? Because Roswell. Is oh now yeah, I mean that's yeah, just like Bigfoot stuff where it kind of ruins it because you're like people are making a living off this now, so it's no longer a. It's not a field of study. It's now like it's become a gimmick mm-hmm. where hey, you come to Roswell, you get a cute little alien cup, and you know, no one's actually investigating it anymore. So then that moves us to just like UFOs in general, I guess, where that term started. Uh, it was, uh, I know, like, the 60s was real big for sci fi in America, wasn't it? That's oh, when, yeah. That's when all those, like, like, like Plan, Plan B, B movies, movies like like, s- like the like visitors, visitors, all that kind of shit. Giant ants. Uh, what was the what was the one they remade with Keanu Reeves? No idea. The world. War of the Worlds? No, it was one where this craft lands, and a guy in like a metal suit comes out and basically like says like the world's gonna end in a so many days. No idea. Uh, yeah, that's like where the iconic flying saucer came from, was all that sci-fi. Yeah, I think a lot of that sprung from uh, the way technology was moving. So it was, yeah, it was kind of like the birth of sci-fi. So same thing where did life imitate the art or did art, you know, or the fiction become uh, what bred the these ideas? Sorry, I got distracted. Indians won, <laughs> nine to six, three in a row. Undefeated so far this season. Very happy. It doesn't mean shit in baseball. You play like fucking five million games. I know. It's a good start, though. You don't want to start with three losses. I'd rather start with a sweep of the Rangers. Where Mike Napoli's. Yeah, I know, but uh, Mike Napoli's on that team now. I don't know who that is. He was on the Indians last year. So fuck him. I'm just upset because I bought a t-shirt with his name on it. And you know how I feel about you know buying stuff with other men's names on it. But I liked him, so I did it, and then he left like a year later. And now I have this useless shirt. Whenever I buy soccer jerseys, I make sure not to get a name on the back. Sometimes I don't even get a number. I saw one today. It was a hockey jersey. And I don't know if it was a play on words for an actual player or if it was just trying to be funny, but it was the number 69, and on the back it just said dyslexic. That's not real. Which I know, but dyslexic sort of sounds like a Russian type name. You know what I mean? I think that was supposed to be the joke. You know, like Droyevsky or something like that. You know, dyslexic. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Anyway, sorry. So, so are we going off the assumption that you believe aliens are visiting the planet? Uh, no. Mine's more. I'm into UFOs. I'm not super into the alien part of the UFO thing. 
Um, but I have, there's been stories, word of mouth, and like certain videos. I don't watch a lot of UFO videos because with technology today, it's so easy to fake them. I don't watch a lot of UFO videos for the same reason I don't watch a lot of Bigfoot videos. They're all shitty. They're shaky. Like, there's no, yeah. Like, I understand you don't want to doctor the, you don't want to like mess with the footage because you want it to seem legit. But all, all you need to do is, like, you know, trim trim off the fat and post the good part. And then, like, if you post, let's say you post a video of a UFO, someone's going to download it, fix it, color correct it, do all this shit, then upload it. Someone else is going to download that. I don't know. Like, Well, and do they not have GoPros in these countries where they're seeing these UFOs? Because the U.S. sees more UFOs than anyone now. I know, and I've seen amazing videos of people doing, like, extreme sports type stuff. On high def GoPros, where like well, the amount of drones you can see for miles, yeah, and I don't see any videos being shot with these amazing cameras that we have. A lot of stuff is at night. They're probably out there, but a lot of yeah, that's true. That's also I hate how lights can be really deceiving. I hate how convenient sightings at night are. Like, what? Like, I get that if we are being visited by aliens, they are intelligent, so maybe they think cover of darkness. But I don't know. Yeah, that's the other thing. I think if there's aliens visiting Earth and they didn't want to be known that they were here, we wouldn't know. If they truly didn't want us to know. And if they don't care, then I guess it, maybe those are what we're seeing when they're just like, yeah, whatever, just fly out, uh, you know. Or is it like some weird exhibition thing or, you know, exhibitionist thing? Where they're just, yeah, where they're just like, like teasing us or do they, you know. And when 60% of the people seem to be like yahoos, is it just them just being like, yeah, I saw I saw the shit out of them aliens. They come up out of the ocean, you know? Because there are stories of that, too, where these ships are coming out of the ocean, not from the sky. And that's just like a whole other can of worms where you're like, okay. What? And then it makes me think of um, that movie Pacific Rim. Yeah. Where there's that rift, that interdimensional rift down in the bottom of the ocean, and then... I don't know. My mind just goes. Well, the thing with uh with like people saying the people that get abducted or CFOs are like unreliable sources. If you were to argue for the existence of extraterrestrials that are visiting Earth, you could say, well, they know better than to kidnap some reputable. To do like their their testing on their probing yeah, do that so probing to speak. shit that everyone's always talking about. Or are they crazy as a result of that? True. True. Also, if they take people, why bring them? Why bring them back? Yeah. yeah. If you're going to take somebody, just take them. And then we'll go, oh, man, that dude disappeared. People disappear all the time. People disappear all the time. Oh, yeah, he must have. I don't know what happened to him. Isn't that way easier than, like, drawing suspicion and, like, sending this guy back? And then he starts having dreams where he's like, I think I was on an alien ship. Like well, that's, what's, that's what's so strange about it. Like, if they were trying to be stealthy, like, they could be. Like, the U.S. can send troops into another country and not get discovered, right? Like, Black ops shit. Yeah. Do aliens not have black ops they can send to Earth to fuck with us if they wanted to? Yeah. I, I sort of get what you're saying, but like with that kind of stuff, somebody knows though. Yeah. Like on the enemy side, you know what I mean? But they don't talk. They don't, I guess they don't live to talk about it. So yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think they could. They'd just be snatching people up and then you wouldn't see them again. What's the point of putting them back into their world? I can't remember where I heard this, but someone was like, if the U.S. government is hiding contact with aliens from the public it's the one thing they're good at 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I totally agree with that. I mean, look at this last year. Like, all this information coming out, these leaks and emails and things like that. Like, it always seems like it always seems like the government's a step behind the populace when it comes to technology. Yeah. And then we find out, like, we find out how terrible some of these leaders are and how stupid and just like weird they're weirdos like they're not they're not all a bunch of geniuses with like some giant world scheme like this is what we're doing these are just assholes did you see the thing about trump's phone no no. he's using a galaxy older than yours like a two i think it's an s3 Mine's an S4. Exactly. Mini. <laughs> and, like, I don't like I don't think that version of the Galaxy gets the newest update, so it's not secure. Unless the secret... Oh, yeah, unless the it's not even compatible with... Unless the Secret Service made their own version of Android. <laughs> well, that's probably not... But, yeah, like, if the leader of our nation isn't using, like, the most technologically advanced phone, how... But maybe it's so Stone Age that the newest hacking-type stuff can't even get into it it would be like trying to hack a telegram now with a computer (laughs) you're looking at me real weird i agree that was kind of ridiculous be like trying to actually steal someone's mail (laughs) out of a mailbox like oh so uh there's this couple that comes into my work and um they were always talking. The one dude, he, he doesn't carry a cell phone. He doesn't own a cell phone. His wife has a cell phone, but it's an old, like, not a flip phone, but it's, like, that old style. Mm-hmm. He's, like, talking about how he doesn't trust the internet or whatever, and I was like, I don't, like, I don't have a check. Well, I have a check, but I just don't use it. So like, I pay all my bills online. He's like, I can't picture doing that. It just feels safe to me. And I was like, well, you pay your bills to the mail, right? He's like, yeah, anyone can steal your mail. It's like, what? Yeah, but they can't if I necessarily. To, I could, they shouldn't be able to cash the check, though. No, but if I wanted to, I could wait outside his mailbox and take it. And now your payment didn't go through. Or yeah, that's true. I can try and get the numbers off those checks. Yeah. You can use that for a lot of stuff. Yeah, the routing number, you yeah. can use that online. Yeah. yeah. But, like, with me paying my payments online, it takes a much smarter person than me to fuck with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why over the last couple of years, and mostly just because I've gotten lazy, I've definitely caved. I use my credit card online. I use my... But I also don't have credit cards with limits that are higher than what I have even if you did, saved with, up. Even you know what I mean? Even if you did, like, with a credit card, if, you're, if money gets stolen from a credit card, right. shit should be insured. Yeah, was that you I was talking to about where somebody said, um, like, I don't have a debit card, and apparently that's smart. Oh, no, it was some comedian talking about it because they said if that gets stolen, they were like, don't ever have a debit card because if that gets stolen and they use it, that's your money. Yeah, that's, um, and now you won't, like, they might be like, okay, you didn't make this purchase, but that's not a guarantee that you're going to get your money no, back. No, no, it's, like, it's with a, a credit card, credit it's card like, it this is not, that wasn't even my money. Yeah. I didn't pay that yet, and I didn't buy it, yeah. and I'm not paying for it. Yeah, uh, when you travel abroad. And then they're abroad, basically like, oh, all right. When you travel abroad, a lot of people suggest using a credit card instead yeah. of a debit. Because like a debit, they can just clean you out, yeah. and then it also depends you, how you have now your debit you're broke. Card set up. Yeah, so that I don't have a debit card or a pin. I don't even have a pin number. I do because I hit ATMs up. So I don't, which sucks because I don't always plan ahead. This place is cash only. And I gotta be that. Uh, I get, then I gotta be I get that offended guy. when I go to a cash only place. Really? Yeah. Why don't you have a credit card reader? It's kind of annoying. I'm not gonna lie, because some places because they have to pay a fee. To use them, I think that's like why some of these smaller businesses 
don't have them because that's really the that's really the only but places can, that don't have but you can them. get fucking readers for your phone though. Like yeah, square. you're right. There's in like those Apple things where like I, I've been to several places down in Columbus that just use iPads. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's they're their, using their whole like register. Yeah, the thing that it's like super easy. And it's those like, cost less. And they flip it around and you like sign on that and you pick your tip percentage and. I'm pretty sure those cost less than most credit card like reader machines. Probably. Yeah, because I remember when that first came out, I got it because like if I let you borrow money. Don't be don't like, oh, I'll get you back you later. Not dog. I know you have that debit card. Let's swipe it up here. Well, yeah, now like with the Bitcoin <laughs> thing too, you can just be like, nope, how about right now? How about right now? Like, we got Venmo, we got Square Cash. What do you need? What, I wish what we'd have that like you need 10 me years to download ago. So you can give me my money. Yeah, I wish we had that 10 years ago. We'll use your preferred platform. When people were always borrowing money from me. The only people ever And by people, I mean person. We had a friend that was a, had a bad habit of doing that. Really? I paused it. Who was it? You didn't pause it, cause we're trying to. We can't pause this one, cause we're dual hammering this. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I never, I never had that issue. Like I've let my brothers borrow money, but they just pay me back real quick. Yeah, and it was I've never any large amount. My yeah, mine's only ever been like immediate, immediate family. Oh, I get. I did give a friend in high school, or just out of high school. I think I let him borrow like a hundred bucks to go to Windsor when he was like nineteen. I never did any of that cool um, shit. But I guess I didn't really... I can't remember if he paid me back or not. He might have. It might have just took a while. I don't want to say he didn't do it. But I feel like it took a long time and I had to ask a bunch. Which, you know, that's not a big deal. That Yeah, that was when that was when Lee went to Canada and he ordered a Miller because he didn't want to buy an import. I remember that story. He didn't want to pay for an import in Canada. And then he learned how borders work. American education, it's finest. Ba-bow! So what the fuck were we talking about? We're talking about uh, aliens. Just pick, just... Oh, we're talking about the government not being... Uh, oh, yeah, not being, being able enough to hide that. Yeah. Well, and then I've seen stuff that supposedly not even the president is allowed to know about this. Like the, the buy that shit. Like, the sect that handles this stuff is like... Double black top secret crystal being run by, and I'm like, then where are you getting your money? Like, yeah, I I don't buy it either, man. No, like um, like you, you've been an independent like the movie independent organization. Day. Yeah, the dude straight up comes up to the president and he's like, here's Area 51. We got this spaceship, and he's like, I'm president. Why wasn't I told? It's a need to know basis. I'm the president, which I guess could be. It's not impossible. But it, it's silly. It's weird. I think it's or it's like, sound, it's very in, science fiction. And the movie Men in Black are they part of the government or are they like their own thing? I think they're their own thing in that too, where they're just. And in that case, I guess I can kind of believe that if like someone along the way, a president would like set that up by him on his own, and was like, "Now you guys go be in charge of this," and then made him completely clandestine. But still, I wonder about siphon, like where they get their funding because how, how, yeah, how you yeah you you got to follow the there's got to be a money trail, but maybe people don't have access. Well, I know um, to that information. I know there's the conspiracy that the reason the UN was founded was if we were to be invaded or approached by an alien society. All right, here's the leader of the world, the UN, because they would think it like all right. 
if, no, I hear you. If a I society get, can like travel through space, it's assumed that their whole planet is united as one under one banner, right? That was always my biggest annoying thing with like Star Trek and Star Wars. When they land on a planet, they land in one spot, and they're like, "This is how the whole planet well, does stuff." But I get what you, yeah, the entire that makes planet sense. collaborating as one right. government that would be. Yeah. Like, maybe that's what it takes. Yeah. And so, like, when they come here, they're going to see us fighting over oil and shit. No, no, we present the United Front as the United Nations. Yeah, I get that. But I also thought the United Nations was formed, like, after World War II, right? In case aliens came. Another giant power. Oh, there's also the... There's well, there's always those rumors that it was, like, because they also discovered that and they were needing... They thought they needed something, you know. There's uh, also the conspiracy United that, uh, Front. the main reason that UFO sightings took off after World War II was we suddenly blipped on their radar to use atomic weapons. I, yeah, I, that one makes sense to me for sure because that is that is a process that occurs naturally in stars, and it's it's a con- it's something that another civilization or advanced society would definitely be using you know what i mean that's power that's energy that's a little bit and you get a lot so that makes total sense to me that that would grab somebody's attention from wherever the hell they're from where they go oh shit the monkeys you know basically found flint rocks over here like we better start keeping an eye on them so that that i understand for sure and i man who I can't remember who it was talking about when I heard this story. Supposedly, once they were trying to test nuclear bombs in space, they're just sending them up and detonating them. They did do that, for sure. But they shot... Supposedly, they shot one at the moon to, like, see what would happen if it hit the moon. And it got intercepted or detonated or off course by something. That was one of these YouTube videos that I watched where some guy that was... A retired, like, Air Force whatever attested to that. And that's something else I want to talk about, too, where they have guys that were that held high ranks in the U.S. military telling these stories, or even sometimes NASA astronauts and stuff like that. But I'm like, you can't, just because you're smart doesn't mean you can't be crazy. True. You know what I mean? When people are like, well, they're, they've gone all the way. You know, they've gone all the way through this and all the psychological tests and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but you can still be a weirdo. There's a lot of people like that. We have celebrities, we have politicians that come out later that they're fucking pervs or they're fucking weird just in general or they fucking believe in Scientology. You know, like, just because you're smart doesn't mean that you're rational or reasonable. Yeah. Well, it's also a lot of, like... Old World War Two and World War One flyboys and pilots, both U.S. and U.K. We'll talk about gremlins. Have you heard of that? Oh yeah, like on the planes. Yeah, well, like yeah, and like that became a saying. Like if you've got a car that's got problems, I've got a gremlin. Yep. Yeah, and like there's multiple stories of that shit. Yeah, that those stories I actually really like about like Air Force pilots or fighter pilots that experienced like this is a hands-on account. They encountered a craft. They saw it. They encountered it. Or this actually is a nice segue to what I was thinking about what we could talk about next week. Bermuda Triangle. Where there's like time jumps when they're flying through certain areas or 
you heard of his, have you heard where of where their where their um where their systems kind of go berserk yeah. their uh what do they call that the gyro like fucking just goes berserk and they kind of just go off the radar for you know a half hour or some of them actually there was like a fleet there was like five planes one time that disappeared into the Bermuda Triangle and they're just gone never found them have you heard of Foo Fighters I think it was World well, War II the band but not the band yeah, I think I it was think World it was War II. I think they were like balls of light that followed Air Force pilots around in the air and stuff. There's stories about that on ships, too, mm-hmm. back in the day, on old-ass boats when they were sailing, about these orbs that would follow the ships. Well, that brings me to another thing, like, things that have been happening. I think we cover- mentioned it last time, like, a lot of, the way a lot of people would describe, like, being abducted by aliens is very similar to the way people... Uh, described being attacked by an incubus or a succubus. Oh yeah, the d- like, the demon thing, yeah. or it's the, just the, the, new the man word. in black or the man in the hat type stuff, where they feel like the mm-hmm. they can't move and the pressure on their chest yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, like a lot of that yeah. stuff is like. Well, we used to think it was spirits and ghosts and like demons, but now that we're a technological information society, the new thing is aliens. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's, that's weird. weird. Yeah, and I think I touched on the fact too that some people think that when people are dreaming in that like deep REM sleep and they like have the sensation of the bright lights and the, the people standing over them, that it might even be some sort of like throwback to them actually being born. Oh, like those, that, it's like a regressed memory of like them fucking coming out of the weird, womb um, uh, and seeing. So you'd see like the lamp and the doctors and yeah, like people that claim they can remember being in the womb and shit like that. Yeah. But those people say they actually remember. I think, what they were saying was these people don't know what they're remembering. And so then they're, it freaks them out. And then they're thinking like, Oh, I think I got snatched up by aliens. So you know what the SETI Institute is, right? Uh, sounds familiar. Uh, SETI stands for search for extraterrestrial intelligence. They're the people that are trying to find like, uh, Oh, they, do they have that like giant radar farm out? I think so. Somewhere and they like send out radio signals and look for radio signals coming in. Okay. They have yeah. to distinguish between like just the sound of the universe versus someone sending a transmission. And there's also the. Uh, so like contact when they send back all the stuff about Hitler and stuff. I think so. There's this thing. I think it's. I think it's an acronym. So I think it's pronounced New Fork, which is National UFO Reporting Center. Uh, my only notes on it is a really bad site design. Their website sucked, so I didn't continue researching them. Why? Why that? Okay, that's something we can touch on. All these websites are terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all these UFO websites are just Times New Roman text, usually lots of different colors for the text, and like a weird looking like, background. Looking like a fucking geocities. Bad links. Yeah, that's 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 weird to me. That's infuriating too. Yeah. You know what? I gotta piss. You gotta man. piss. Yes. Okay, so what we we're just talking about made me think of. Have you ever seen the movie The Arrival with Charlie Sheen? I think it's called The Arrival. Is that that new one? No, no, no. no. This is back in the nineties. I think it's called Arrival. Oh yeah, no, that's got Lois Lane in it. The new Lois. Yeah, Amy Adams. This one. Has Charlie Sheen, and he works at a place like we were just talking about, the guy with a bunch of radars and stuff, and he picks up a signal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, The Arrival was 96, and this, the new movie is called Arrival 16. Cool concept, bad CG, um, not great acting. 
out, out of Charlie Sheen. But so he picks up this signal. Charlie he investigates Sheen. it. Yeah. Charlie Sheen perform, uh, giving a bad performance. I know, right? So weird with all that tiger blood that he had and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so he follows this signal down to Mexico, and it's on this. Um, it ends up being this this work site, like this factory where they're supposedly harvesting like geothermal energy and it turns out the whole thing is run by these aliens but they're like cloaked to look like humans and so he tries to like expose them he ends up um well i guess in the first one you end up thinking that he dies there's a sequel i never saw that because i heard it wasn't very good but it was an interesting movie but that reminded me of that because you're saying how that place is using you know radio waves and satellites to try and pick up on signals and in that one he did there's also a really cool scene where this one of the aliens brings this orb to his house and like chucks it in his window and it starts to spin real fast and it opens up and it literally sucks up like all his work like all his data that he had in his office i don't know where it goes but it was just like this little ball and the three sides open up and it starts to spin and there's like a flash of light and all his stuff just like disappeared it's kind of cool i don't know if that was based on any thing or just something for the movie how do you feel about the golden record that's on Voyager? Uh, I don't know a lot about that. You oh. just reminded me of that, though. It's got a lot of... It's got some music, it's got some math, pictures of humans, that kind of stuff. Where else am I remembering a golden disc? Was there a Stargate episode where they had a golden disc? I'm not sure. I'm remembering some movie or some show that had like three golden discs that were something similar. Why not, man? <laughs> Let, Let it, it out. out. Yeah. Maybe I'll take that with me next time I go take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> it's all real <laughs> there's no production value i'll just add some elevator music and the, like the pause while you're in the background just play some chuck mangione well <laughs> please stand by uh yeah the golden disc so the purpose of that it's, voyagers it's, where's voyager heading to out they just sent it out past i'm pretty sure it went past pluto man it's past pluto now i think so so we're never getting that. We're never getting our stuff back. No, that's the point. If someone were to discovering it. Like, you think it's a good idea or a bad idea? Yeah, I don't know, man, because you might send that out. What if it, like, okay, so I think about this. Like, you're at the park, and there's a bunch of people around, and you pick up a baseball, <laughs> and you just launch it as hard as you can through the air in the middle of this park. Mm-hmm. It might land in front of a dude with a baseball mitt, and he'll be like, cool, let's play some baseball. You might smoke a motherfucker in the head. <laughs> and then he's like, what the fuck? And then he comes after you. Even if he might have been a nice guy had you gone up and talked to him, you know, I'm I'm worried. <laughs> this is how stupid I am. I'm worried that our satellite might crash into someone and, they, and make them unhappy. And then they're going to be like, whose shit is this, man? And then oh, look, they come they after us. They gave us our, they gave us their address. Yeah. <laughs> now let's go fuck this guy up with the hours when he's home and what he's packing. Like Stephen Hawking has said that uh, us reaching out to aliens is a bad idea. Yeah, because we're dipshit. If they can get here, it would. They uh, they obviously are far advanced. Right. Yeah. Uh, other people would have mentioned like every time someone has explored and encountered a new people. If they were technologically advanced to those people, they instantly have, like, subjugated them. Yep. 
And it's like, if we were to land on a planet that had intelligent life that was like primitive, and they were like, hey, you guys came from the sky, you must be our gods. Are you going to be like, no, 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 we're not. Are you going to be like, yes, yes, I am. Well, yeah, and that's, I guess the one good point would be that aliens wouldn't be humans, thank God. Never know. Unless they are humans, an advanced, a more advanced race. And then, yeah, you, you just kind of hope that they're, um, what's the word? Nice. Benevolent. Nice is a good way to say it. Yeah, you just hope that they, and that's the thing that a lot of people say too. They're like, oh, well, if they had that te- much technology and they're like that far advanced, then they'd have no reason to be violent. But I'm like, if they're like some form of human, of the human race or some, you know, distant relative or then that, vi- then violence is going to be in them. Also, uh, doesn't our technology go forward leaps and bounds every time we go to war? Yeah. What if they're so advanced because they are warring, they're a warring people? Right. Right. And that's the thing, too. Like, our society right now, we have enough technology in the world that there should be no more war. We should just be sharing. We don't share. Yeah. I guess that's my point. And I got to think oh. that if somebody came, if if people visited from another place, they wouldn't be coming to share. Yeah. Maybe initially. It's or they'd not. be like, or it would be like, hey, we'll give you these wool blankets, you know, covered, infected with smallpox and lice, and we'll give you whiskey. They'd co- they'd come with some like new drug oh, and get sure. us all hooked and then steal all our stuff. You know, it's not like fucking Star Trek where the Federation shows up and is like, "We've noticed that you're uh, spacefaring now. Would you like to join us?" No, it's y- if you're spacefaring, you're a threat. Or, or yeah, oh yeah, that shows such a myth as how things would go down. <laughs> oh, we're just going out, trying to meet new people. You know, like have some fun, man. Make. <laughs> Make some friends. It's very sixties. We're explorers, man. Enter the room, dick first, in sixties. I was in a room, dick first. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that a saying? Or did you just make that? Uh, up? I heard Kumail Nanjiani say it. I can't remember if he. <laughs> I love that. Dude. I can't remember if he made it up or he heard somebody say, "Yeah, the uh, Star Trek was cool because in the sixties you just walked in a room, dick first. Oh yeah. You know what? Now that I put that in perspective, like uh, Captain Kirk. That dude was aliens. that dude was in it to just bang some aliens. You know what I mean? Would you bang an alien? He was such a player. Uh, I mean, I'd have to see it first. I'm not just gonna say yes. Yeah, you're not gonna see, like you don't know if you're meeting up with a Twi'lek or a Sarlacc pit, right? Oh, dude, yeah, no way. I'm putting my dick near a Sarlacc. What about a Twi'lek? Also, how would you even do that? What's a Twi'lek? Uh, the people in Star Wars that have the tendril things. They're like blue and green. Oh, like that one Jedi? Oh, no, from the club? From the... The one chick? She had like the two... Two blue like tentacles coming out of the back of her head? Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. As long as... I mean, granted that everything's going on down there. Well, um... Because that's the thing. We never saw the mix... We never saw the downstairs mix up. What if... What if... You know what I mean? What if down there has teeth or whatever like that movie no i probably wouldn't i'd probably just stay away from did you ever watch attack of the show back in the day no i remember it though uh kevin Pereira in an interview said he talked to james cameron like off camera when they were interviewing him and he was like hey he's real cool i asked him about the navi and uh, avatar and he was like yeah i told the art department don't show me anything that isn't fuckable <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they got zoe saldana front and center and then uh um the dudes that made Reno 911 did a pilot about like a space, like a crew on a ship, and the captain was always hitting on this girl, but she would. It was um, God, 
He played Dangle, Officer Dangle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He, I know. Who yeah, he played about. the yeah. Tom, Thomas Lennon, yes, I think, yes, is yes. his name. Yeah, and he uh, he was always hitting on this this girl, and she'd always be like, "Excuse me, Captain, I've told you I'm the male of my species." And he like he eventually convinces her to have sex, and then it just cuts to her railing him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of Galaxy Quest too. You remember in Galaxy Quest? Galaxy Quest is amazing. Um, it was who was the character? I think it was. So like all the aliens in Galaxy Quest are cloaked to look like humans, mm-hmm. but they're really like that squid type yeah. thing. And the one female one falls in love with. Is it the Sam Rockwell character? No, no it's Tony Shalhoub. I think so because he's not from. He snuck on board. He's not a real cast member. Guy, guy snuck on board. It, it was Tony Shalhoub. It was the engine guy. And he's, like, all chill in that whole movie. And she, like, the first time they make out, she goes full, like, squid. And she's just like... <laughs> and, like, you see tentacles flying all over. And he's just fine with it. He's just like, that's awesome, man. Like, and he just loves it. Oh, man. That's such a good movie. That movie is so underrated. It's, it's a real good movie. Oh, and it holds up so well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a long... That was, like, 2001, I There's think, that much. came out. You had, like, Justin Long. They were kind of shitting on comic-con well, it already was, back then like they were talking, it, was, it was almost 20 years ago there was a lot in that movie because for one it's a genre comedy it's i didn't comedy yeah i didn't even understand comedy. how good that movie was when i Neither first saw I, it but i liked it but like if you rewatch it thinking about all the behind the scenes stuff of star trek mm-hmm. how like uh uh the the actors didn't get along kirk and all the drama yeah and like they, shatner and they uh make fun yeah of nimoy that. like um Alan Rickman's character is clearly probably Leonard Nimoy. Tim Allen is definitely yeah. They they you know do all yeah. the stuff. Sigourney Weaver's the black lady. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, is that yeah? The the dude that plays the pilot is making fun of how people hated Will Wheaton at first. Did you ever hear about Who the that? Fuck hated Will Wheaton. What you hate Will Wheaton? Don't hate on. No, I love Will. No, Wheaton. a lot of Star Trek fans didn't like Will Wheaton because wasn't he a kid when he was on? Yeah, show? and they said it was ruining Star Trek. Yeah, yeah I can see and, like, that. It made him hate. It's kind of like when they had the little kid. In Power Rangers Turbo. Yeah, yeah. Everyone hated that. It was, was supposed to be related. And then he just got big. Come on, man. Uh, You know the White Ranger was like that? In Japan? In the original? Yeah, in, yeah, Japan. in Japan. The tiger? Yeah, the... Uh, if you watch an episode of Power Rangers with the White Ranger, you'll notice that when he's in the Zord, he's acting all goofy. And that's because in the Japanese version of that season, it was a little kid that turned into the White Ranger. Oh... So they saved that for Turbo. Huh. Turbo. Did you see the new one yet? The movie? The movie? Yeah. We should see that sometime. Heard it's good. I heard it was... I didn't hear that it was good, but all the reviews were like, hey, that wasn't a giant piece of shit. It also... Like they were just surprised. I guess it like pays homage and does its own thing at the same time. I heard that too, and I heard there's cameo from the original Kimberly and Jason David Frank. Yeah, they, the Green they didn't Ranger. like... like during, like, they point at something or take a picture or something. Dude, Kimberly's still fire-ass hot. I'm going to say this right now on recording. You leave this in here. That chick was probably my first boner. Really? Kimberly from Power Rangers? Dude. Uh, so, um, I was trying to look up how many sightings of UFOs there were. The best I could come up with was in 2014, there were 6,576 sightings in the U.S. alone. Man. See, and that, to me, that's something, too. Like... I don't shrug that off by any means, but you'd really have to... I mean, that's a lot. You'd have to How many look at each one individually are... and go, was it a fucking plane? Like, I would say probably at least 
seventy percent you could explain. I'm gonna go ninety. I'm gonna say ninety percent. Yeah, that might be more accurate. And then inside of that ten, I'm gonna go nine percent are probably aircraft we don't know about. I'm gonna give that one percent for a potential alien. Did you look up at all if there's been an increase over the last, say, like five years as drones have become more popular too? No, I was, see, like that's the most recent one I could find was the 2014. Yeah. But yeah, I was yeah, looking because like, you got to think with those drones, especially if guys are making their own drones. The guy at work told me he can like 3D print. He has like a yeah, just gotta, textile to make. So if you could be designing your own and things like that, and I mean radio controlled well, people planes sell planes and things have been a thing for they sell the Star a Wars long time. Ones. Have you seen those? Oh yeah, it's I've seen like the a, Millennium Falcon one that has like the four rotors yeah, that you can fly they're around. Hidden inside, so you yeah. can make a styrofoam almost any shape you want, and f- and just use that to fly it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. The stories that are weird to me are the ones that are like the eyewitness testimonies that are like confirmed in police reports of things coming out of the ocean. Those ones are really interesting to me. There was one I read about. It was in I want to say. It's either like Nova Scotia or over in like the Netherlands. I always get that shit confused. You always get Canada and the Netherlands mixed up? No, I think it's because it starts with N. Mm-hmm. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. It sounds like it should be over there. Does it? I think so. All right. Does Florida sound like it should be in Europe as well? Florida. Don't get me going on Florida. Florida should sink into the fucking... I'm just wondering, like... All right, so if you think Nova Scotia sounds like it should be in Europe, what about California, Nevada, because, Texas, because, Florida? Those are purely also- because of alliteration. That's the only reason I think it should be over there. Well, it starts with N. Like Alabama should be in Algeria. <laughs> what? No, I don't know. I just get I get Nova Scotia confused that it's in Canada. It doesn't seem Canadian. Really? I, well, I associate it more with like maybe even more like Greenland or Iceland because it's up more that way. Okay. Don't shit on my poor geography skills, man. Because isn't Nova Scotia's east coast way up, right? Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's an island. Yeah. I think that's where the town of Dildo is located. Yes. Yeah. Dildo, Nova Scotia. (laughs) There's a brewery there, I think. That's, I think that's where Brad's family's from. Yeah, it is. He talks about having a Nova Scotia. Yeah, and his mom brought back that. That fucking Nova Scotian hooch called Screech. Swear to God. Did you ever try some of that? No. Is it rough? But it'll put lead in your fucking pencil, dude. (laughs) Holy shit. Like, the term firewater would be accurate to describe this stuff. I don't even know what it is, what it would qualify as. Is it shine? A whiskey, a rum. You know what it's made out of? It's produced. I mean, it has a label. It's not like homemade shit. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just pure fucking ethanol, maybe, or something. But it was called like Screech. Try putting some in the soul. Nah. Try running the soul on it. <laughs> it just takes off. <laughs> hamsters actually show up. Remember? They had yeah. the whole hamster. I like that. I miss the hamsters. Anyway, yeah, the story about um, crafts coming out of the water, I think, are interesting. Because if people are, I mean, there's enough to say that it's not people just making it up. Mm-hmm. So that one's definitely a mystery to me. That I haven't heard anyone have a plausible explanation for. Things in the sky, flying around, you could, like you said, probably 90% be like, ah, it's somebody flying a thing. Or, you know, you you have a poor perspective of, like, how big it is. Because that's hard to tell, too. Because if it's up in the air and it's far away and you have nothing to judge it with, it's kind of hard to tell, like, how big something is, too. 
So I think the sightings that most interest me are the ones where uh, they describe the movement as being erratic. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, a plane like soars, takes wide turns, that kind of Banks. stuff. Banks. Yeah. 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 It can't just go. Helicopters. It can't take a ninety degree. Kind of do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But those are loud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they have a very distinct look. Look. And, uh, I want to say I think it was Mark Marin said uh, the helicopter is a sketchy machine. It uh. It achieves flight by beating the air into submission. Yeah, what was... uh? I was just talking to a guy that was in the Air Force. I think he was a mechanic. He was talking about the Chinook. Do you know that? It's the big dual-rotor cargo helicopter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, the stereotypical one that comes with, like, Army Man toys. Yeah. Dual-rotor, big old machine. Uh, apparently... Shouldn't be able to fly mm-hmm. by all, like, physics and weight and all that stuff. Should not be able to get off the ground. Not unlike a bumblebee. Yeah. Uh, and he said that thing, the the pressure from the rotors or, like, apparently the weight that it has to carry, when that thing is not flying, when it's sitting, it's leaking oil, like, out of the engines or something because the pressure... That's created when it actually gets itself up and going. This is all secondhand hearsay. I don't know if this is 100% or not. But, you know, so things like that. When people say they see things that shouldn't be able to be flying, I'm like, well, we have some examples right there of things natural and man-made that technically, I guess mathematically or whatever, like I said, by the laws of physics, shouldn't be able to get off the fucking ground. Well, um, it's, um I want to say it's uh, certain fighter jets get so hot that they expand. So mm. then, like... Uh, they're leaking fuel when they take off. I think I saw something like Discovery Channel that. or something. And then it you have tightens to, like, up like, when they... You have to like instantly refuel when you get in the sky because of how much like fuel you leak. I think that's kind of true. I've heard that with like boats, too. I've never heard that. When, like, well, wooden boats, okay. I think. Back in the day, they said something about where like there would be leaks at first until the wood soaked up. You know, when it first got in the water, you needed it to absorb some water and the wood would swell up then or barrels are like that like whiskey aging barrels and stuff like that wood flooring in a home is like that you got to bring the wood in for like let it uh let it kind of cure you have to just let it sit in your house so that it gets the right temperature (laughs) that way it won't expand or contract when you like put it in stuff you know what else is like that your dick (laughs) yeah my joke <laughs> actually i'm glad you said it because i didn't want to say it my dick so uh can you guess what state has the most uh, ufo sightings since florida <laughs> incorrect california florida's number two is it really <laughs> yeah damn dude there we go let me read off well and they were what fifth in bigfoot sightings something like that oh boy we, i bet they see a lot of war on florida? no man just fuck them <laughs> I bet they see a lot of chupacabras too. Probably. All right, no, keep going down your list. So yeah, um, most UFO sightings per state since 1998. Number ten, North Carolina. Number nine, Michigan. Number eight, Ohio. Number seven, Pennsylvania. Number six, Arizona. Number five, New York. Number four, Texas. Number three, Washington. Two, Florida. One, California. Is there any theory on like why? Yeah. Yeah, like is there like uh like a flight path or like a reason no idea it's just the list i found i 
I did remember population he- maybe. Maybe. I did remember hearing something about um about the air no the navy. That one redlined it. Yeah, yeah, mine did too. One of my laughs did too. That's fucking annoying when I'm editing. Mine did too. What does that mean when I don't think it's anything bad. But um yeah, I think I remember hearing something about the navy. I think the navy engaged a UFO off the coast of Cali once. They fired some big guns too. Like are are you talking about the LA the Battle of Los Angeles? Yes, the Battle of yeah, Los Angeles. that was that. Yeah, that was one thing that I had checkmarked that I forgot to bring up. Uh, have you seen that photo? No, I've not. Um, look look the photo up. Are you on the Are you online? Yeah, I can look it up. This Battle of LA photo. Well, I just want you to see it. I've seen it. Yeah, but the, the photo doesn't show me what they are saying. In the photo, they're saying that you can see all these searchlights hitting the belly of some sort of craft. To me, it looks like fog. Okay. That. But see, also, all those lights are concentrated on something, and that's know. what they engaged. And they, they, I mean, this is this really happened. They shot rounds. At, they shot big rounds. Big rounds and a lot of them, anti-aircraft rounds. Now, I didn't find anything saying like, did they think they were hitting it or know they were hitting it or like have any confirmation of contact with those rounds, but they fucking unloaded. They engaged it. Yeah, and that's not that's like, not a, like a, that's not like a, let's take a couple of pot shots, right? You have to like call it in, report to your superiors, that kind of shit, right? For the kind of, from what I understand, the kind of weapons they were using, absolutely. It's not like they were just like shooting at it with M1s no, off no. the coast. It wasn't, they unloaded with heavy guns. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if it was a Navy, because I think it, it wasn't from a ship. Okay, so... Did they engage it from a ship, I don't know. Too, I just assumed... I think the ships maybe tracked whatever. I just assumed in. Navy, because uh, I thought it was off the coast. It was, yeah, it was off the coast of, of Los Angeles, but it was during it was during World War II, right? I'm not sure. I think they feared, like, Japanese coming, because Pearl Harbor had already happened. Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely a weird one. Um... And I don't know if there's an official has to, if, explanation for that if one or the not. The military shot off rounds. That has to be like on paper somewhere, right? Oh yeah. Even the, if it's this incident's on paper, it has to be, like reported. I just want to see if there's um. <laughs> Completely unrelated. Do you know that Japan invaded Alaska in World War II? No. Yeah, they tried to invade Alaska, and it was actually a. Uh, like, there wasn't standard troops that engaged them. It was a bunch of, like, uh, woodsmen and, like, trappers and stuff. I want to say they were called the Cutthroats. Huh. Yeah. Not, I didn't know, I didn't learn about this in school. Did you know that um, during World War II, German U-boats were, like, routinely on the East Coast? Fucking shit up, like, right off the shores of, of our ports there, like, New York and stuff. I knew it was always a concern. I didn't, like... Yeah, they were legit there, and they were, um, you know, they they wreaked havoc on stuff, man. Yeah. But they were like, yeah, they were right off our borders. So really, when people say that, like, war hasn't been waged on the United States since, you know, the Civil War or whatever, I say, or since technically Pearl Harbor, because that, that was the United States, but I'm like, yeah, but they were here, man. Like, they were, damn, they were. Shit, shit. Germany tried to get Mexico to invade them from the south. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things that were in the works that had that gone the opposite way. That war would have turned out very different. Especially the Russians. Like, 
You mean if the Russians Thank weren't God. willing to put bodies on that battlefield, we might have lost? No, if the Russians had sided with the fucking Germans. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they had a tr- Hitler broke a treaty with the Russians. I didn't know that. Yeah, I believe. To invade Poland, I think he broke a treaty with the Soviet Union. And then, thank God, put them on, on their bad side. Okay, I'm looking this up. The Battle of Los Angeles, also known as the Great Los Angeles Air Raid, is the name given by contemporary sources to the rumored enemy attack and subsequent anti-aircraft artillery barrage that took place late February 24th to early 25th, 1942 in Los Angeles, California. That's crazy. Uh, Three months after we entered World War II. Yeah, so three months after we were already invaded, I could see not them being trigger-happy, just, like, right. waiting for something to happen. Well, but and the still, fact that that happened, the the the, uh, the the plausibility of this being a UFO kind of diminishes for me. So if it was something, I would say it was something Japanese or enemy-related. But after we after the war ended, why wouldn't, like... America would have had free run of Japanese files, right? Hey, what's this thing that we think we thought we thought we engaged? And if there's no Japanese record of a ship that matches any of these descriptions, then what was it? Yeah, I'm trying to see if they have... There's a big, long, drawn-out thing here that I don't feel like reading. If there wasn't anything there, the fact that they unloaded would not be taken lightly. And if it was a colossal fuck-up, it would be something they absolutely would try to bury, because no one's going to want to admit they just spent there was X nothing. Of money we just nothing. caused giant panic. Caused panic off the coast. Set off expensive weapons. Yeah, uh, we're currently at war, so. Because I guarantee, if nothing was there and some guy ordered them to open fire, his nuts got put in a fucking vice, and he was probably you know it could that could ruin a career. So, back then, that might be a reason to downplay it mm-hmm. for what it really was, which it might have just been some trigger-happy dipshit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think uh, Battle of L.A. might be the biggest thing that makes me believe we've been visited by aliens. Yeah. But other than that, like, I, uh, it's just, I don't understand the style of visitations we get. Like, if there's a space-faring alien society... Why don't they just come holler at us? Like, hello, we're here. Yeah, and it's been so long that we've supposedly been seeing these things too that I wouldn't really even call that a visitation. Flying around the sky? Or like if it's a scouting mission? like Yeah, what are you, what are you doing? Did you get back and report what you saw? or? Well, and then it gets into the crazy of like people see flying saucers. People see triangle ones. Have you ever looked into that? Yeah. The triangle type ships. And there's actually a very detailed story of, a, I think it was in Britain, a guy's encounter with one of those. And he, like, touched it and received a telepathic message. And he was in the military. Probably nuts. But then it's like, are there are there multiple different races visiting? Yeah. And some people think that. And then you get into the reptilians, the greys. Well, some people say that the greys are like the lackeys of these different ones that are, like, bigger greys that are, like, on average six to seven feet. And they're the actual ones with, like, the intelligence and then the greys, the little guys that are the famous ones, like the Roswell-type ones, are almost like the hive mind, like, drone version. 
Well, remember when we were talking about uh, about Bigfoot, that one, the one in Ohio where it was an alien sighting and a Bigfoot sighting? He said he saw those, like, ape-like creatures get off the spaceship. Oh, yeah, yeah. That the cow, you said it was, like, cowboy or something, like, back in the 1800s? Oh, that was a different one. Oh, I thought, yeah, I remember the one you said something about, like, these big bear, crazy yeah, bears came uh, out these, of the... These Native Americans who were friends with this, like, rancher... Got out of a moon or something. Yeah, were like, hey, come check this out. We found this crazy bear that got out of a small moon. He's a crazy bear. But there was also one in, I think, the 70s in Ohio, where this lady saw some, like, gorillas come out of a spaceship. Like, uh, like these Bigfoot-looking gorillas come out of a spaceship in a trailer park. Damn, that's... In a trailer... <laughs> you wrecked it. You had me, and then... Trailer Park Boys ruined Sam Squatch for you? Well, I was finishing up my nightly dose of meth, right? And I looked out the window to make sure Teresa's porch light was off, because she leaves it on, and when I go to bed, it keeps me up all nights. And i tell you what I saw. There was these big motherfucking gorillas getting out of some sort of spaceship... And then I pissed my pants, and I don't remember anything after that. <laughs> Sorry. It's just whenever I hear Trailer Park, I think of Florida. Oh, shit. What's up? Not sure. Did you oh, pause no. it? Oh, no. Did you wreck it? About to find out. You want me to pause mine? Nope. Did your screensaver come up? Yep. Mine did that earlier, too. Mine was fine. Oh, we're golden. Yeah, yeah. Mine did that a couple me. times. Yeah. Yeah, we should be good. We're learning, we're living, we're learning. This is a learning process. Screensavers uh, come on sometimes and you worry that your shit shut down. Yeah, mine went to the lock screen, that's why I worried. Oh, mine would have eventually, but every time it went black, I just hit the touchpad. Yeah. Because um, I'm on the ball. <laughs> uh, there's also um another popular theory. I think we talked about this. I don't know, but the time travel thing. UFOs oh, yeah, that we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Well, yeah, we talked about that for ancient aliens because yeah, yeah. a lot of people believe we're coming back in time. Oh, this one. I keep forgetting that that'll be out before this one. Yeah. Because I was like, that wasn't the one we put out today. No, But today, three came out. Yeah. And so I now... I want to keep a couple on deck because we both have uh, wonky yeah, schedules at work. Yeah, we only do this every two weeks. But yeah, um, I don't, I don't know if I like that time traveling thing. I think it makes the most sense. Does it? Like, humans in the future ain't got better shit to do than come back and fly around, do a flyby? Yeah, but what if you get to the future and you realize that your your present depends on you manipulating the past? That's... You know what I mean? That's that whole... That's like... But that's a cyclical timeline, not a... Alright, so... Right? Wouldn't it be? Not not linear? Because if it's linear, you can't... You can't change shit. You can't go back. No, but, alright, so, let's say, in the future, humans have the technology to travel back in time. And aside so. from, And aside from some, uh, some weird, we gotta save the world bullshit thing, what are you going back in time for? Just to be like, I wonder what LA was like back then? I'm trying to see if Cleopatra was as hot, fire-ass hot, as they said. Alright, well, if you've developed the technology to travel back in time, I'm just gonna wager a guess that VR technology is fantastic. So why don't you just jack me into the Matrix and give me a fake Egypt to go into? What if they didn't develop it, though? Why wouldn't they? Well, that's a good point, because it'd probably be a lot cheaper than time travel. And VR is pretty dope Fuck, yeah. (laughs) What if VR becomes synonymous 
time travel? What if we're in a simulation and the, and the aliens VR, are the are mo- holy shit, and the they're VR, the moderators. They're the agents, like in the Matrix. That's what the aliens are. Oh, Jesus, what did we just do? What it's have like we done? Circle. You should be high right now. Because that one just was like, what? What is that from? It's a circle. Uh, fucking Chuck and Larry. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> That's like the funniest bit of the whole thing, though. It's Rob Schneider's little goofy yeah. Asian wedding guy. Together, it's a circle. It's not a square. It's not square. It's a circle. It's not a triangle. It's a circle. <laughs> That's that's, gonna, that's interesting though. That's like, gonna be my you, ringtone. You it's doing a that. circle. That's interesting, and that's the other thing about these different these different topics that we talk about. They can't all be separate. You know what I mean? And I always think that's funny when some people are hell bent on Bigfoot, but then scoff at UFOs, or are super into UFOs, but then would laugh at like Mandela effect or like the simulation theory. Mm-hmm. It's like it's all it's all nuts, man. Like. Well, it's like we mentioned it when we were talking about the simulation, how if we are a simulation, it can explain everything. Cause yeah, because like, you can do whatever you want. Well, when you watch The Matrix, they legit say in it, like, werewolves, vampires, all glitches. Yeah. Ghosts glitch in The Matrix. The only thing it doesn't explain would be the creator or the moderator or the programmer, whatever you would want to call that. The visitors, the aliens. Right. It wouldn't explain who's running the show but for good reason because why would they want you to know that yeah which would become the ultimate question because yeah man the time travel thing right there vr you could just go back and replay your replay your game like if uh like if the future humans wanted to check out what something looked like in the past do it up in vr not risk you know encountering humans in the past Getting that whole butterfly effect thing going. Yeah. It was a terrible movie. Really? You didn't like Butterfly Effect? I liked the first one. Did the, like, two more The second more one crappy... was straight to DVD. I didn't see that shit. Yeah, they did two more crappy sequels, I think. No, the first one was a legit good movie, man. Except for the Kutcher. I think that's one of his good performances. I liked him in that 70s show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that guy is a good dude, though. Have you seen what he's been doing lately? Uh... Fuck, the human it? trafficking stuff. Yeah. He owns like a software company that like hunts these fuckers down. Like, yeah, he's a he's that's a legit solid. Guy. That's awesome. Kind of makes me want to like, of all the things to get behind, like causes to get behind. I feel like that's got that's like the most legit one. You know, Toledo is like a big human. Yeah, thing. there were stories about it, like Franklin Park Mall. That's so weird to me. People trying to snatch up girls. So, um, let's say aliens came to Earth, and they were like, hey. Join our, like, coalition of planets, but we need to take a bunch of you with us to live on our space station. Would you go? I think I'd need more detail than that. It's literally... I'd like to see the accommodations, you know what I mean? Intergalactic space station. Why would they want me to go? Because they need humans. For what? (laughs) To fill out this population. Now that Earth is part of this coalition of planets. But me specifically... Because they want... A, a wide range of humans. They don't want just like scientists, just rich people. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want just smart. Like, like literally. No, I get what you're saying. They'd uh, be like, "Hey, Matt, you're a security guard, right? Come, dude. Do that. Right now, if that happened right now, yeah. I mean, it'd be an adventure. I would do it for sure. Good or, e- good even or if bad. your job would good be exactly bad. the same. Only oh. difference is space station. But I get like space weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, of, instead of your normal sidearm, you get a yeah. space sidearm. Can I still get hammered on my days off? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Off space whiskey. Yeah, space wine. <laughs> Remember that? That's a throwback, dude. What the fuck's that from? Uh, that's a old Lonely Island skit oh, from man. SNL. Actually, I think it was when they had a... You know the Lonely Island guys, right? Yeah. They ended up doing that bit on SNL, but it was on their Fox pilot first called Awesome Town. There's a starman waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he thinks he'd blow our minds. There's a starman waiting in the sky. He's told us not to blow it, because he knows it's all worthwhile. He told me, let the children lose it. Let the children use it. Let all the children do get it. 